kids, don't be afraid to say no. COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up two to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa, both S's. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at IC sativa pod you can find and subscribe to our podcast on spotify itunes anchor.fm overcast radio republic TuneIn, stitcher iHeartRadio, and the google play music store please rate and review us on itunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs if you like what we are doing please become a patreon supporter of the podcast and support us supporting us helps Helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor.fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have $5 and above tiers if you're feeling extra generous. And a special thanks goes out to our current Patreons and supporters. Shout out to our friends of the show, Reefer Revolution, for supporting the podcast. Shout out also to Joey One Love 420, also a friend of the show and contributor of, of the show uh, and founder and frontman of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. Howdy y'all. Dan Scotland here joining you from Legal, Massachusetts, the heartland of America. So for today's episode, um, we're going to be talking about two key things that are going to be the death knell to any aspiring and or budding medical marijuana program. Um, as you guys know, we have a number of states that are going to be voting on medical marijuana this year. And I, I kind of wanted to share some things I've learned from being in this um Massachusetts medical marijuana program um for the past three years and um just wanting to sort of go over things that will destroy your medical marijuana program and lead to outcomes that lead to high prices and sort of limited choices so let's get to it um as you guys know I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes Google Play Store, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. As you know, I can be found anywhere um, on, on social media or, or on most social media platforms such as Twitter at IC Sativa Pod, 
and Instagram at I am Cannabis Sativa. And you can also become a Patreon and support me at bit.ly slash 2NJMSHN. And you can become a Patreon for just $1 a month. Um, at $1 a month, you get uh, strain-free ad reviews. Or, or let, me, let me rephrase that. You get ad-free strain reviews. Um, so instead of listening to my lovely voice talk about Anchor two to three times an episode, you will get all the strain reviews we've ever done ad-free. Um, you also get early release episodes. But at our $5 and above tier, you will you will get things like um, like a ever-expanding back catalog of all the episodes we've done. So far, I've uploaded over 300 to 400 or so of our past episodes. So you can get that ad-free archive and you get early release episodes and you get ad-free strain reviews like the $1 tier. But, um... And and you also get some other goodies like some exclusive videos as well too at the five dollar and above tier. Um, and you can ex- you can join our ever expanding universe um, on our Discord server at discord.gg/65tg2nr. All right, let's get to the episode. So I'm going to go over the two things that will be the death knell to any budding and or aspiring medical marijuana program. As you know, I live in Grassachusetts, um, a state that legalized medical in 2012, did not have the first dispensaries open until 2015, and to date has 58 dispensaries, all of which are required to be vertically integrated. Vertical integration is is leads to bad outcomes for patients in in medical marijuana states. Massachusetts has vertical integration, so that means with vertical integration, you're required to own all aspects of the process in in if you want to sell medical marijuana. So you couldn't just be a grower that's sold to a dispensary, or you just couldn't be a caregiver that sold to multiple patients, you know, at a negotiable price or at the price that that caregiver who has the property that grows and that sells to that patient what she or he feels fit. Um, You don't really have that system in Massachusetts. So the only people that have the cash and the funds and the resources to be able to power through this and make this a thing are these multi-state cannabis companies. And it's, it's, it costs a lot of cash to start a cannabis business. It really, it really does, especially if you have to own all the aspects. Whereas in somewhere, somewhere like Maine, where it's a more caregiver-driven market, and the dispensaries, although they're multi-state dispensaries and big cannabis companies, like the people there don't really check for them, you know, um, because they don't make the cannabis with love and care, and it's it's... The prices are not as good, and you don't individually know your grower in a, um, in a vertically integrated big cannabis-run program. Um, in case you haven't seen our info, our infographic or our chart 
comparing Arizona and Grass to Massachusetts, you should check that out, and I'll put it in the show notes. Um, in case you haven't listened to that, I, I recommend you do. But um, th- but Arizona, you have a big cannabis-run program, but you have very good outcomes for the patients. Um, granted, the, you have to apply... Like, you have to apply to be able to home grow. You have to not live near a dispensary from the rules I've checked. Whereas Massachusetts, most patients are allowed to grow. And if you're an adult over 21, you can grow, you can home grow. Um, I want to see, like, I want to say it was like four plants, but then like 12 per household or something like that. Um, don't quote me on that, but I think those are the home grow rules for adults over 21. But. Arizona, the big cannabis companies run the roost. Um, I mean, I can't really speak to their caregiver situation, but the big cannabis companies run the roost. But they appealed to the the Arizona Dispensaries um, Association. They appealed to the state of Arizona, and they to- they asked them to lower the price of, of, of you getting a card and to make... And I think they even lobbied to make the cards last two years instead of one so they can get more customers you know i mean i i prefer more of a caregiver model you guys know that anyone that's listened to my podcast a long amount of time refer knows i prefer that but a system like arizona where the dispensaries sort of even if they're even if they're doing it for their own profits or whatever and i don't want to i don't want to make it seem like they're altruistic or anything because they're not they're a business like anyone but they're at least lobbying for better conditions for their people, even if it's just to make more cash. But here, these vertically integration integrated dispensaries, they, you know, I, I almost feel, and I've talked about this before, like they have a gentlewoman's agreement, gentlewoman, gentlepersons agreement. You, you know, let's all keep the prices at $15 a gram. Let's not undercut each other. And another thing I feel factors into this calculus is that they i feel like because because florida also is required to be vertically integrated but florida does not have as high of a cost of living as massachusetts does and um and because of that even though they're vertically they're vertically integrated system like massachusetts they know they can't charge 50 60 and 8 across the board they know that they can't do that because people wouldn't be good for that kind of money but in in my state in 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 Massachusetts, they look at the i feel like these big multi-state dispensaries they look at the medium income in masters like oh it's amongst the best in the country so people are good for the 15 to 20 a gram i feel like that factors into their calculus and i when you have when you have it so the barriers of entry are so high um and they're not as as favorable to caregivers or they only allow caregivers one per patient you have it so these dispensaries are the only game in town and then they can practice corruption like allegedly doing these sort of handshake deals to keep the prices at a certain price you can have that stuff happen when you have a vertically integrated system and because the only people that can really get into the system are are multi-state cannabis organizations with a lot of venture capital and a lot of money which is not the average person 
because they can do that, that's all you get. You don't get small growers. And small growers, by law, can't just sell to the dispensary because of this vertical integration rule. But in Massachusetts, we're, um, the, the regulators are looking to get rid of it. So we can be able to get rid of it in, in Massachusetts. And um, we just have to write in the public comment period, um, which is going to be until, I believe, um, August, second week of August or something like that is when that sort of deal ends second or third week of august no second week of august i believe but um but yeah write to the cannabis control commission and say that you want vertical in integration to be removed because it's likely leading to you know prices being artificially high because the only people that can afford to to own the process and keep the costs are, are million dollar businesses and it wouldn't be surprising if they have a handshake agreement to keep the prices at a certain rate. As, as we, you know, with that episode we did in January, where I looked into all 50 some of the dispensaries, and without fail, they were all between 15 to 20 a gram. If that's not suspicious to you, you're either being paid off by them or you either have enough money, then you can pay 350 an ounce like a sucker. I mean, I don't know what's worse, but anywho, um, so the second thing that will be the death knell to your program is mandating that caregivers can only be assigned to, um, they can only be assigned to one person. So this, again, this carries over to the reason, reason one, if you're required to be vertically integrated, the only people they can do this are million dollar companies with lots of venture capital that tend to be richer and whiter. So those are the only people that can do this. But if you allow it, so you get rid of vertically integra integration and you allow caregivers to service more than one patient, people can just go to their caregiver and they don't necessarily have to go to a dispensary. So this would pressure the, the dispensaries to stop charging 350. This would break this cartel that that has a gentle woman or gentle person's agreement and the chart that agrees that charging 15 a gram is, is a okay. And that the people of Massachusetts are cool are, are, are good for the money. I feel like that's what they do. But, um, with a caregiver, um, expanded caregiver list or rule set, you sidestep a lot of this. Um, you, um, people can just go to their caregiver. Like I know my main caregiver and I, and we follow each other on Instagram and, um, you know, I, I kind of know what her, I kind of know that she likes Rayful Dead and I know that she, um, has a tortoiseshell cat and she likes snowmobiling. Um, but when you go to these multi-state dispensaries, multi-state, um, big cannabis dispensaries, sure. You might have small chat with the with the bud tender, you might be able to talk about topics like this, but at the end of the day, you know, the cannabis is not being grown by love. And although the people in the dispensary, the bud tenders might be nice to you, the management and the owners are, are might be low key fixing the prices and effing you over. But with your caregiver, what you see is what you get, you know, and because they're growing smaller quantities and because you know, they're, they're, they're growing specific strains in mind that help them. And then, and then some strains that 
and then you can buy off some of the excess at a price that you guys both agree to and you know again it gives the patient of the, of the state of massachusetts it gives us leverage when we have that the people of maine have a lot of leverage in that state because it's most it's 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 primarily caregiver run it's yeah you have dispensaries like wellness connection or canuva or whatever that are big cannabis but people don't really check for them like that you know because their, their prices aren't as competitive and they're product isn't as competitive as as a small-time grower and with when you when you abolish when you don't have a one caregiver to person thing and and caregivers can actually sort of sell and and give to their patients and and the patients can negotiate the prices to a certain degree when you have that it, it, you have better outcomes you have cheaper outcomes um, I mean, there are other things like could list, but these are the two most important. You you don't want vertical integration because the only people that can sustain a system or enter a system like that are people with cash. And you do not want um, caregivers to be limited to one patient because, again, um, if people are only limited to helping family or, or, or one friend or whatever, then they can't sell the excess of the rest of their product to other dispensaries or other folks. And again, the only people that can make large batches of product and sell across the six seventy thousand patients, only people that can do that are these multi-state, um, sky-high expensive, um, price-fixing, allegedly, companies. The only people that can do, that can compete in this market are those folks and no one else. So again, there are, there are multiple more things I can list, but I, I, I promise I would only talk about two things that would be the death knell to your program. So again, that's vertically in, vertical integration, and then that's limiting caregivers to just one patient. So again, I don't want to keep this episode too long. Um, if you live in Massachusetts, write to your lawmakers. The public comment period i believe is going to go until the second week of august so right to the cannabis control board um um they're going to be doing a meeting i believe tomorrow on like a public comment zoom meeting um it might be too late to sign up for that i'm not sure but you know look go to the cannabis control commission and stay up to date but um you can again still write to them um till the second week of august so again i don't want to keep this episode too long um as always i can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as itunes Castbox, radio public stitcher tune in iheart radio and other platforms like it i can be found on twitter at ic sativa pod i can be found on instagram and i am cannabis sativa pod or excuse me i can be found on instagram and i am cannabis sativa um if you like these videos and you find yourself coming around often to them, you can like, share, comment, and subscribe. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao. 
If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to h https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever-expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 65TG2NR. Again, that is HTTPS colon slash slash discord dot GG slash 65TG2NR. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp based products. You can check them out by the link HTTPS colon slash BIT dot LY slash 33FKRV9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts, such, such as Dog Treat 20, Tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.